0: From his studios in New York. It's time for Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora. Where sports beats life. Here's your host, Dan Tortora.
1: We're here with the Liverpool... Warriors boys basketball team, and there's a lot of personalities going on. We'll talk about that in a little bit. There's a lot, right? They've already been texting you pictures and all that. So we are here for part one of Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on site on location main stage at Home Team Pub. This is where we have Liverpool Athletics every single month exclusively here. At the home team pub, 7990 Oswego Road in Liverpool, right off of Route 57. We're here with Kyle Caves for the first time ever on the show with us. Ryan Blackwell and I have been talking for, I don't know, better part of, what, six years now? Something like that? Thanks a little bit. So with with Syracuse and Liverpool and all the good stuff. So we're going to talk about everything coming up with Liverpool, the Warriors, and we'll talk about the personalities. Coach Blackwell, how would you describe... These these gentlemen that are sitting here right
2: now. Just look at them. <laughs> you know, we've had some great teams. Yeah. And we won the state championship a couple years ago. We won sectionals. But yeah. from top to bottom, this is probably the funnest group of kids I've been around. Okay, um, A bunch of eclectic kids with different personalities. But the best part about them is they, they get along. Uh, they're fun to be around. We have a group chat yeah. that constantly, even when I'm at work and at school, I can't stop looking at my phone because they're always posting something or making fun of one another. Or you know, we've got Vaco, who's the craziest kid. We've got a kid we call Perm, the most narcissistic kid I've ever met. You know, just always looking at his phone and checking yeah. his hair. So they're just a great group of kids to coach and be around. They're fun.
1: So I mean. You had your playing days, you had your high school days, you had your college days. Does this bring you back? Because it seems like there's this kid spirit with you up here now with the fact that these guys kind of are keeping you keeping you young, keeping you in the conversation, in the group chat and all that.
2: Well, it was funny because I practice yesterday. I was just, we didn't even start practicing. I looked around and uh, my assistant, Fred Lika, was with me. And uh, we have Coach Muller, who's also one of our assistants. But yeah. We just smiled because they were having so much fun together just playing one-on-one and, and shooting shooting around and just cracking jokes, and you don't see that a lot. Like last year, unfortunately, it depends on year by year. You never know chemistry is there or it's not there. Right. And you can just tell by watching these guys the way they are together that the chemistry is there.
1: Kyle, welcome to the show. Thank
2: you, thank you.
1: Who has the craziest personality on the team? Uh, by far, Vaco. By far. Vaco, okay. He's a crazy guy. What, what makes him
3: crazy? He just, uh, I'd say he has no filter, and he says whatever comes to the top of his head, and
1: uh, he's, the, yeah, he just, he's a funny guy. What can you say about the chemistry? You heard Coach talk about it a little bit. Some teams have it. Some teams don't. They have to take some more time with it. What is the atmosphere like? What's the chemistry like this season? Oh, We just saw, like, um... Unfortunately, like you said, last year we had uh,
3: we had a tough time with the chemistry part, and it was it was hard, It was a hard season, but this year I feel like we're all like a brotherhood, and we all stick together, and uh, we need to just come to practice, work hard, and
1: have a good time. What is the best part of this team, in your opinion? Best part of being on this year's team? Well, I think the biggest part is just uh, everybody working hard.
3: Like, that's that's the key to success, and I think we've we've uh, handled that pretty well.
1: Coach. You have had different experiences with different teams. You've been coached by different personalities. What makes this year special?
2: Well, leadership uh, is one. We have 12 seniors on our team. And, uh, you know, leadership starts with me and our assistant coaches. Um, but these guys take it upon themselves to hold each other accountable, hold themselves accountable. Um, they're hard workers, but also we've created an environment and a culture where they're allowed to be themselves and have fun, and I think they take advantage of that. And uh, it just shows every day. Honestly, I, I enjoy coming to practice and being with these guys, and that it's not always the case um, with any team. Um, a lot of teams I've coached, whether it's overseas in Japan uh, or at IMG Academy or wherever I've been, um, that's not always the case. But with this team, it's, it's, it's always fun. You
1: decided to come back to Central the York. You decided to come back to Central New York and give this a shot. Hindsight 2020, bring me into that decision, and now a few years since making that decision, just what that decision has meant to your life.
2: It's been great. Um, you know, I, I moved back, obviously, to coach, uh, which is now the, the Stallions. It was going to be the shockwave. It didn't get off the ground. and, and I met Ari Lieberman and uh, got the job as a basketball coach. It's been a, a great decision in my life uh very positive, obviously, being able to give back to uh, these kids. And I'm also a TA in in the building uh, at the high school. So being able to work with kids on a daily basis um, is a passion of mine. And I think that shows. I love working with these kids and giving back and trying to teach them and impart my knowledge and everything I've learned uh, with this group.
1: Did you ever see yourself coming back to where you played and coaching high school ball. I mean, was that ever a thought on your mind or is it something that just kind of materialized?
2: Materialized. Obviously, I was overseas in Japan coaching um, and playing for, you know, the better part of 14 years um, and ended up back here, like I said, to coach um, a semi-pro team um, and it just kind of happened that way. But I love to coach the game. I love to be around people and I love uh, to teach kids. So it, it's worked out.
1: Kyle, tell me three words that would best describe coach. Three words, would probably
3: be uh, fun. Yeah, um, pretty open, and um,
2: yeah, hardworking. You say tall?
1: How would you just? I mean, coach has fun with you guys, right? You see the personality. You're in the group chat. He's he's up here laughing at stuff that. They're sending them instantaneously right now. Does he have a serious side? Do you know when Coach means business? Can he crack the whip?
3: Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, off the court, we, we all have a fun time. But when it's time to work, it's time to work. And uh, he gets that point across pretty good, and we all respect that. So I think that's another part of our su- success. What's the best thing about having Ryan Blackwell as a leader, as a coach on his team? Just the knowledge that he has in the game and just the culture he's been around, like at Syracuse and overseas and wherever he's been. He's been around a winning culture all his life, so just bringing that here just uh, provides us with a
1: little bit, I would say, of an edge. For you, at this point in the season, the games that you played, what have you taken away from maybe the culture now, the environment now? How would you describe what's happened up to this point? I mean,
3: the culture, just like like I said last year, it it didn't click like we expected it to, and just now it's just... Like that brotherhood thing I keep going back to is just that keeps coming back and we just keep that looking going forward.
1: Coach, do you find yourself, I think you and I have talked about this before, maybe some memories of it, but do you ever find yourself reaching back to something that Jim Beheim had said or maybe another coach had said it? Do you have moments where you, you know, when they say we all have that moment where we take a step back and we sound like our father? Do you ever have that moment where you take a step back and go, "That sounded that sounded like Coach B"?
2: Do you ever have well, those things that I want to say that Coach B says that I can't say, especially <laughs> at the high school level? So I won't say that. So you know, okay. I use judgment and reserve that for a different time. But yeah. yeah, he's taught me a lot. I've I've learned from a lot of great coaches, a lot of great people. Lou Henson, another Hall of Famer, um, overseas in Japan, I've learned from a lot of great coaches who, you know, in Japan, who really taught about discipline and working hard and doing the right things and being respectful. So. I've taken a lot um, from a lot of different people and learned a lot, you know, and I appreciate it.
1: What do you now know as a coach that maybe you didn't get as a player when you got reprimanded or maybe you weren't paying attention or something was going on? Is there moments where you see it now and go, oh, I was – you look at a kid in practice and go, I was that guy. I was that kid. I did that. Do you have those moments? Yeah,
2: I think even at just – speaking about my parents, things that they told me they say you'll realize when you get older, and it's it's usually always true. Um, the same as these guys, I'm like, Is, if you work hard and do the right things, and uh, keep your nose clean, and just be respectful to the people around you, good things will happen, and um, it's hard for them to realize that now, and that's why I just try to keep them, you know, on the positive and up and up as much as I can. Um, you know, obviously, I'm not their parents, but I can only do so much, but it's true. Um, my coaches were right, and my parents were right, and it, it always comes uh, full circle.
1: Kyle, do you get a sense for that? I mean, you're playing the game right now. You're in high school right now, but do you ever have those moments where maybe something that didn't feel right, seem right, maybe some advice or tough love you didn't want to take at the time, that now it makes sense? Do you have any of those moments yourself? Uh, yeah, for sure. Like
3: like he said, back to the parents
1: thing. Um I mean, they're, they're always
3: on you saying, like, work, if you, when you work hard, your good results come, and that's the kind of uh, mentality coach is driven to us, so it kind of relates, and that, that's really just the way
1: to go. I've asked players across all different teams, all different programs, young men and women such as yourself, what it means to be a Liverpool warrior. How would you describe it? What does it mean? Just the grit that we have at Liverpool and just,
3: the, like, the winning mentality, like, on the... On the um, sporting field or even in the classroom everybody just works hard when you have that kind of culture it's uh it spreads and it
1: just makes everybody around you that much better who pushes you the most on the team do you have somebody that you can really look to that makes you go that extra mile is is there someone or maybe a couple people you can point to that push you in practice get you where you need to be um i would say jacob works jacob works always works
3: hard and uh Make, it makes me work that much harder, and uh, I'm the kind of guy that when um, someone's beating me, I, I give up a point on defense, I'm always that guy to uh, try to stop it the next time, and it works always using that challenge, so I'd have to say him.
1: Yeah, fair enough. So what we're going to do before we get into part two is we're going to go to rapid fire. Ryan Blackwell knows how to play this. Ryan, and uh, for Kyle, this is your first time playing rapid fire. So three questions, or coach, you know what, because you're going to be on the stage with us a few times, You're going to get two. So we'll go two and two because we're going to keep you for a bit. And, Kyle, you and I are going to have three back and forth. You ready to play? All right. Who is, in your opinion, Kyle, the greatest basketball player of all time? Uh, Michael Jordan. And tell me why. He's just a a GO in all his accomplishments. (laughs) All right. Fair enough. I like the answer because it's the correct answer. Ryan. That is a correct Ryan <laughs> Ryan. Who has the personality on the team that can lift up the entire team at any given time, no matter how bad the day is? Who's the personality? Vaco. Everything goes back to Vaco. Always. He's a-
2: like I feel like he talks in his sleep. He's not, he never shuts off. <laughs> There's no off switch with him. I mean, it all could right. be nine in the mornings, six at night. After yeah. the game, before the game, serious moment. It doesn't matter. He's he's different, but uh-huh. in a good way. Uh-huh. In a good way. Right. I mean, uh, all
1: right, Fair In a great way. I gave you a thumbs up. All right, coach. What's your first one for me?
2: Um. I forgot I had to ask you a question. You do.
1: You got to ask me two in this one. Um, So, yeah.
2: Favorite uh, place to vacation?
1: I love going. I love going to Florida, Disney. I'm a Disney kid, so I like. I like going to Disney. But I want to go to Italy and I want to go to Spain. Mm -hmm. I haven't been there yet, so I'm saying that those are those are on the list. And now that my dad's had back surgery, when he went into it, I was a little bit nervous. I said, Dad, you could be all right. And he said, I still have to conquer Europe. So I owe him that Italy trip. We'll take it. All right, Kyle, what's your first one for me?
3: Uh, favorite food?
1: Oh, my I'm, a ninja tur- I'm a ninja turtle at heart. It's got to be pizza. I think, like, any type of pizza. But really anything, if it was a Spanish dish or an Italian dish, I think because there's so many different things you could do with the same type of food, probably could work. work work my way with that for the rest of my life. But pizza's pizza's a something about pizza. Good choice. It's simple, it's good. Alright my my second one for you Kyle is you're running I like this one. I've been using this for a little bit. You're running for president of the United States in twenty twenty. Who is your vice president and what is your tagline as you run for president? Yeah.
2: A vice President Anymore. Anybody.
1: Anybody could be your VP. Anybody in the world? Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to go
3: with Jack Pento. Jack's class right. a smart kid.
1: Take a wrong Jack. Bax. Why are you picking Jack as your VP? Uh,
3: yeah, I'm pretty sure he's in all AP classes, and, uh, <laughs>
1: okay.
3: and he's got a pretty good average. It's like maybe 99, 100. He's up there.
1: All right. And what's the tagline?
3: The tagline. What do you mean by the tagline?
1: You know, when you look at the signs... And it would say Caves Pento and then there would be that line. Kai
3: is the guy. Kai is the guy. Uh yeah, I'm gonna have to go Kai with Kai is the guy. <laughs> yeah, Kai is the guy.
1: <laughs> what you just got from your PR <laughs> team will be working yeah. for you, so I like it. Uh, coach, I'm gonna stick with this. I like I like this question for you too. Who is your VP if you're running and what's your tagline?
2: Bradley
3: cut
1: It's not out, I'm telling them. Anthony Ames oh, that's I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> what country
2: <laughs> will go to? I, I can't even say it. Okay. <laughs> um, that's a tough question. That's Any, a tough question. Anybody
1: can be your VP.
2: Okay, I'll go with uh, Jim Beheim.
1: All right. Well, you'd, you'd have to get him to retire. Yeah from this job first. True. Sure. <laughs> so, Boeheim, what's the tech
2: line? Uh, I finally moved on. I
1: finally moved on. I like that. I like that. All right, coach, what's your what's your second one for me?
2: Uh, so, you have your star Syracuse players like Dave Bing, Derek Coleman, John Wallace, Pearl Washington, but yeah. you need, you know, you've got 14 scholarships. Yeah. Um, you need role players, great role players. Okay. Do I make the team as a role player?
1: Yeah, you make the team. And okay. the reason why you make the team, I'm going to say why. So, and I and you and I, we talked about this before, and I don't know if you remember this, but you came from Illinois, and you came to speak at one of the camps out in, like, Marcellus Pimeles area, and Hop was there and Louis Orr was there, and they brought you in and they said, here's this guy, Ryan Blackwell, he's going to be transferring in. And I didn't—I was young, I didn't know anything about transfer and whatnot. And you just sat with us and you talked about who you were going to be and the type of player you wanted to be and what you wanted to achieve. And I think that that, that stuck with me so much that I think anybody can go out and play ball that's played in Syracuse history. There's a reason why they've all been on teams. But you're one of the guys that said you are going to come here and do what you could and try your, try your artist. And you went out there and you did that. And you care about this community and it's, it's, it's true and it's, it's real. And I think that you have to be good on and off the courts and you've been loyal to me and true to me and true to your word. And that goes a long way with outside of basketball. So I put you on my team. Thanks. Put you there. All right. What's your, what's your, uh, let me see here. So you're off the hot seat now because you're going to have a few more. So Kyle and I have a couple more to go. Kyle, three part question. You can go anywhere in the world. Where do you go? You can take one celebrity and one person that you know. So tell me, what celebrity you taken? What person in your life now that you're taking, And where are you going?
2: Uh, let's see. Sir Kylie Jenner. Wow. I'm gonna go
3: to. I'm gonna take Italy and uh, the celebrity. Um,
1: uh, <laughs> Please don't say Kim Kardashian. <laughs> Please don't say Kim Kardashian. I'm gonna bring
3: um, I'm bringing LeBron, and okay. I'm gonna bring, I'm gonna bring my Dukes, my mom Dukes over there. Okay, bringing mom. Yeah, I'm bringing mom. Mom in Italy. Yeah, All right,
1: I like it. What's your next one for me? Um, I
3: got. If you got to pick your starting five and any players in the NBA right now. For a, like a dream team sort of thing, right now. Yeah, right now. Who would you pick? Uh,
1: have to have LeBron. I like Russell Westbrook. I'd have to have Russell Westbrook, even though he's a little bit selfish. I'd have to take Russell. Um, I probably put Russell at one of the guards, and then switch put Kyrie on there too. Yeah. You'd have Kyrie and Russell, LeBron. See, there's like no I don't feel like there's any true center in the game anymore. It's so weird now. So what about Giannis? i got to play Giannis somewhere, so maybe I'd, shift him. maybe I'd shift him there. And then AD would be my other forward. Because AD and LeBron have to be there. And I guess Giannis would have to be in the center somewhere. It's just weird to not have a true center. I mean, it's just out of the game. The NCAA is taken out of the game because there's no physicality to... NCAA basketball anymore, they want you to score and everything's a foul, so it's kind of ridiculous. One more Kyle for you, and we'll we'll back and forth this one. My last one for you if you could only have one food for the rest of your life you have to eat it every single day for breakfast lunch and dinner, what food is it and what?
3: Let's see here I'm going to say I'm going to say eggs scrambled eggs Scrambled eggs because it's the and it gives you the most uh, gives you good amount uh, protein. And okay. Then, uh, yeah I think like you get live off that.
1: All right, all right. I like it. What's your last one for me, Kyle? Before we I get you off the hot seat here. Um, let's go with
3: your top five all-time Syracuse
1: basketball players. Oh, um, man. So. You gotta put Dave Bing on there. You gotta put Derek Coleman on there. You gotta put Sherman Douglas on there. So I got two more spots. This is where it gets dicey. Melo only played one season, that's the thing. So, yeah, he, he did get a ring. Wallace was my favorite growing up, and he'd kill me if I didn't put him on the team, so I'll put John on the team. And my last one, I'll pick another guard. Yeah, it is. Mm,
4: Pearl
1: I put Pearl on the team so I would say Pearl Washington Sherman Douglas John Wallace Derek Coleman and the other one that I said was Dave Bing so that's what I would do that's really that's a tough question because there's so there's so many guys great guys can't
2: appreciate Dave Bing though He's so I don't know I mean, or Sherman Douglas do they know time. Sherman Douglas some of them do
1: Billy Owens played in the NBA forever in a day Derek Coleman did too not big on their history. And God, um, you guys got to get educated in this. You, John Wallace, you know John Wallace? Oh my God! Wow, Lawrence Moton, all-time career leading scorer at Syracuse, career points.
3: Wow.
4: Do you know?
1: Do you guys know Ryan Blackwell? Are you familiar with him? Uh, I don't know anybody right now. All right, so we're gonna. We're going to take a step aside here from Home Team Pub. We're here with Liverpool Warriors Boys Basketball. Obviously, Coach Ryan Blackwell as well as Kyle Caves for part one. We'll be back with part two. This is Antitora of Wake Up Call on the main stage, 7990 Oswego Road in Liverpool. Every month, exclusively here at Home Team Pub, we have Liverpool Athletics. Gentlemen, give a round of applause for Coach as well as Kyle. Show him some love. Kyle did a good job. We'll be back in just a couple minutes. That once again, Kyle Caves and Ryan Blackwell of Liverpool Boys Basketball for the Warriors as we continue our special here with that Warriors basketball team of Liverpool Athletics. I want to thank Liverpool for all that they've done. The connection that we have built over this past year truly means a lot to me, and I look forward to everything that's coming here in year number two of us working together. Charney's men's wearing tuxedos. That's where you go. And if you go to Liverpool, you go to CNS, West Genesee, CBA, Bishop Grimes, on and on and on, ESM, FM, wherever you go. The place to get your tuxedo when it comes to prom, and I know we got to think about it now, folks. Prom and all the good stuff, you go to Charney's. And when you need something to dress down and relax fit, you go to graphic tees. Sporting apparel, winter apparel, boots, ties, bow ties, suspenders, handkerchiefs, socks, boxers, briefs. Everything is there. Bamboo K, Tommy Bahama, Callaway, of course your tuxedos and your sport coats and your suits and your dress pants. It's a belts. They're all there. Dress up and dress down at Charney's. It's not just Tuxedos. Tuxedos is this much of what Charney's does. Charney's is a full wardrobe for any man, any style. I walk in there, got a totally different style than 50 other guys that walk in at the same time. We're all finding something and going home happy with a local name. Charney's Menswear and Tuxedos, 3150 Erie Boulevard East in Syracuse, New York. We'll take a step aside for a fast break when we come back. Part two of my special with the Liverpool Warriors boys' basketball team. And that will feature Ryan Blackwell once again. And this time, Jack Pento will be joining the conversation.
0: Hi, Brandon fans. This is a wake-up call
2: Fast Break.
0: Trapper's Pizza Pub, located on 5950 Butternut Drive in East Syracuse. Right off of Bridge Street is your local community supporter right around the corner. Join us on site at Trapper's Pizza Pub for our live monthly broadcast supporting Central New York student-athletes and their sports programs. Call 315-438-4444 for more information. And find us on Facebook and Instagram at Trapper's Pizza Pub. Trapper's Pizza Pub, your local community supporter, right around the corner.
1: Ma Kettle Corn and Popcorn Factory, located on 201 7th North Street in Liverpool, is home to over 40 flavors, with more than 200 flavors in their total wheelhouse. Sky's the limit for this sweet and savory Central New York company. Keep it local at your parties, fundraisers, wedding showers, baby showers, and more by calling 315 450 ma That's 315-450-6272 for popcorn bars with custom flavors and colors at your upcoming event. Make sure to visit them on 201 7th North Street in Liverpool, New York. And for more information, go to maandpahssnacks.com. Ma and Pa's Kettle Corn and Popcorn Factory. How corny are you? Having peace of mind when you're out of town that your furry-loving friend is safe and sound means taking them to canine campground because we all know that when it comes to the love of our pets, it goes well beyond the call of duty to make sure they're safe and sound. Right, Lily? (laughs) So take a ride to 242 Johnson Street in East Syracuse, New York, and see Canine Campground and where your dog will be staying. In the classic cabin, the executive cabin, the grand cabin, or of course the luxury cabin. Because if you know Lily, you know she loves luxury. <laughs> now you don't have to wait to the last minute to find a family member or a friend that'll take your dog for a few days. Call K-9 Campground at 315-299-4013. That's 315-299-4013. Their drop off and pick up times are Monday through Sunday. Check k9campground.com for more information. That's the letter K, the number 9, and campground spelled with a K.com. K9campground.com.
4: When you're going out of town, bring your dog to K9 Campground.
2: Dominic's Restaurant, located on 1370 Burnett Avenue in Syracuse, is your home for Trivia Wednesday nights, 7 and 9 p.m., featuring host Dan Tortora. Assemble your team and join us at Dominic's Restaurant for free trivia with weekly prizes. Call 315 471 4262 to reserve your team's table. We are back here live from
1: Home Scene Pub. It's wake up call with Dan Tortora. I just am your host. Dan Tortora, we have the head coach of the Liverpool Warriors boys basketball team, Ryan Blackwell. And we also have Jack Pento. Jack and I were here for soccer, what, just a few weeks ago? Yeah, like a month ago. Yeah, like a month ago. Not not too long ago by any stretch of the imagination. I think we had soccer, then we had golf, and now you're back again. So we are here inside of Home Team Pub every single month exclusively here for Liverpool Athletics. Brought to you by Wake of Call with Dan Tortora. And, of course, uh, we're on 7990 Oswego Road in Liverpool, right off of Route 57 on the main stage. Jack, it's it's been a very short amount of time, as we just said. Yeah. Have you learned anything from the last time? Um, well,
4: I mean, the last time we hadn't beat... FM yet in the sexual quarterfinal, so yeah. I was
1: talking a lot of talk, but I didn't know if we were going to win. So, well, You guys did well, and you made it all the way to the championship. I was with you guys at the championship game. Yeah. And as much as you didn't come through with the, the victory in that game at JD, I honestly have to say that Paul Bonus in that entire moment after with all you guys in, and he called me in to be a part of the huddle, and we were standing there in the circle, and I was looking for the three guys around the shell, and I looked to my left, and And you were all arm in arm, so I had you guys on one side a coach on the other. And it was really an awesome moment and a very uh, family-connected moment. So, you know, thank you for what you guys have done and what you've done for Liverpool, but what you did for me as well. So he told me, he's like, you're part of the family now. So (laughs) I guess I'm there. So the season ends, you get set for basketball. How much time did you spend on the end of the soccer season before you shifted to basketball?
4: Um, I mean... Like, just thinking about it,
1: kind of marinating it.
4: Oh, the day after we lost, uh, there was open gym the next day, and I showed up. and So I, just tried to, I was just trying to get shots up because I know every was year after soccer, I'm always terrible when I get in the gym. Okay. So right. I just want to get shots up so I could make my senior year as
1: good as it could be. Coach, when you got Jack in the gym, how was he this time around? <laughs>
2: well, Jack is very cerebral, so for him... Yeah. Um, the game.
4: I don't
2: need to unless I have to. <laughs> I, t- I told you my vocab is very extensive. <laughs> so, he's just a very smart, you know, heady player. Um, thanks to the game. Uh, great IQ in basketball, great court awareness, hard um, worker, just a good kid to have. Um, and I knew he would pick up the game pretty easily. Obviously, he's a great athlete, yeah. soccer and track. So I knew he'd be prepared.
1: When you have a player that plays another sport, do you as a head coach ever have that, like, wincing moment or nerves if you see him, like, if you go out to a game or you hear about something and maybe Jack goes? No, maybe not, just-
2: not so much in soccer. Okay. Football is a little bit different. Okay. in soccer, I knew he was going to be in shape. No, oh, that's not. He's running a lot, so I knew he was going to be in shape. Yeah. Obviously, it, you know, maybe he gets a concussion. It's, it's possible, but for the most part, I knew he would be in shape because he runs a lot and he works hard. And, yeah. Uh, I never you know, worry about soccer players too much.
1: All right, fair enough. So tell me, some, tell me three words that would describe Jack Penso. Uh
2: Smart. Yeah. Great leader. Leadership. Hard worker. Um, just an overall good kid.
1: What do you think about that? It was really good.
4: Okay.
1: <laughs> Give me three words for Coach. How would you describe Ryan Blackwell?
4: I'd say a lot of the time
1: he's quiet. Okay. Uh, I don't know him to be quiet. I've never experienced that. I don't, we we always talk. We I have to talk, talk
2: when I'm on your show.
1: Yeah, I know, but you seem like you have a sense of humor. Is that you're not typically quiet? Well, Some de- people he's don't get which is okay. definitely funny. He's funny. Um, All right.
4: I guess I I'd just say he's quiet because he's different from what my AAU coach was. Okay. And a lot of the guys, uh, Rich McLean. Yeah, a lot of the guys here were on my AAU team, and he was very in your face. He was okay. the time. So Okay. So have,
1: uh, show more quiet. Yeah, funny. He's very composed. <laughs> he composed.
4: Does he yell? Does
1: he yell when they turn the ball over? When, yeah, when,
4: yeah. When,
1: when he gets really upset, he yells. But he
4: definitely doesn't yell anywhere near as much as many
1: coaches I've had. So, coach, biggest pet peeve is it turning the ball over?
2: That's one of them. Okay. When what are the other ones? ones? Following a shooter front when it when somebody gets front cut yes. Yeah. when they're just lazy when they're not playing hard and they're not you know in tuned and engaged in the game but I always tell them it's possession by possession and they have to be engaged and in tuned at all times so sometimes maybe they're aloof and think about other things maybe they see their girlfriend in the crowd or one of their boys and somebody's scoring a layup you know so as long as they're playing hard and, and, and focused I'm okay
1: Jack do you have a a pet peeve in the basketball
4: game? I think, like Coach said, the turnovers. Yeah. That, that's one thing that really bothers me, especially as a point guard. Extra yeah. possessions to yeah. the other team never going to help you out. So when I you. turn the ball over, I get really mad at myself, and I always try and hustle back and stop it. You know,
2: 25. Like, I'm going to put this in there. Yeah. First game versus Ludden, we lost 54 to 50. We had 25 turnovers. You watch a lot of basketball with yes Syracuse. Sure. 25 yeah. turnovers. And we still should have won the game. So that was one of those games that's like, yeah, we'd ourselves.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, if, even if you look back to Syracuse when they were out in, uh, when they had their last game in the Sweet 16 when they were playing it up against Duke, and it was a two-possession game, they turned the ball over, Duke scored, turned it over again, Duke scored late. If not for those two turnovers, Syracuse more than likely would have either won the game, played in overtime, or had within one or two points. So, Turnovers do mean a lot. I mean, I guess credit to you guys. 25 turnovers, you only lost by four.
2: So We almost lost Saturday versus Corcoran because some of our guys, you know, got a little pressured and Baco turned the ball over three or four times in a row. Yeah, that too. We we're up, were up two with 30 seconds to go. Yeah. Double bonus. We come down with the ball, and one of our leaders, Cal Kays, is up here. And I'm thinking... He's not going to go to the hole. Stutter, step, stutter, step. Like, well, at least he'll pass if it works. who well, I think it was open for a layup. And he shoots a floater. They get the ball back. Come down and score and tie the game. Yeah. And then we had to go. Yeah. Romeo Clark hit the buzzer beater. Miraculously. I don't know how he did that. So,
1: so yeah. you're obviously happy when you won. But you're trying to teach these young men to not put themselves in that position.
2: See, I have grays growing in right now. Yeah. I did need to have these.
1: You well, I mean, you're coaching. You're going to have grays now, you're right? You're going to have grays. So, just got to have It
2: And it's early in the season. That's it. Yeah. You know, they kept their composure, which is great, and that's a testament to the type of team we have, and we pulled it out.
1: Right. So when you look at kind of what you guys have been through up to this point, what have been the best teachable moments this season?
2: I think a couple close games. Um, you know, the CNS game, the first game against, uh, who's Bishop Ludden, who they're, everyone's saying is the best team right now. Um, and then West Jenny, who's the Defending State Champs, yeah. who we were up 20 against. Um, and then Corcoran, who's a really tough team. Um, we're gonna, I think we're, we have a resilient team, like, right? and it goes back to the chemistry that they have and the work that they put in together as a group. I think it's gonna take us a long way.
1: Jack, do you have a moment so far this season that you maybe was a turning point for you, a turning point for the team, something that sticks out up to this point?
4: Uh, I'd say after that Ludden loss, we all kind of, a lot of guys who were on the team last year kind of saw what happened last year in that loss, and we didn't want that to happen again. And I think after that, we just turned it on and won
1: those three straight games. And so I think we can just keep it rolling. Uh, You said after that loss, you win three straight. In any sport, it's about not letting a loss beat you two, three, four, the rest of the season. Just just to speak to that, how this team bounced back, how that happened, maybe where did the leadership come from. What went on after that loss to make sure that that loss didn't continue to roll over into more games? Well, I know right
4: after the loss uh, and we all got home, immediately the group chat, there was a, a billion texts. Everyone was just talking about, like, What we can do better and how we gotta just work hard, stay together as a team. Because as long as we're together as a team, we always have a chance to win the
1: game. But if we start like arguing, getting on each other, it's not gonna work. We know that you built a lot of bonds on the soccer field. We talked about those. Where are the bonds, you know, maybe some of the people that you really feel feel like you built such a good relationship with here on this team, on this basketball team?
4: Everyone on this team, we're like a family. We all support each other no matter what. Um, We're always there for each other. If anyone ever needs anything, everyone in the group chat is always like, all right, we'll get you, we'll give you a ride, whatever you need. And so
1: we're just a family. In this family, there's a lot of interesting personalities, as with any family. Who has... I'm guessing this is just a cut-and-paste answer, but who has the most interesting personality on this year's team. I mean, Vaco's always up there. He's he's just a character. Um, he
4: he hadn't played for a while. He was doing wrestling and I kind of missed his good energy all the time. So
1: okay. I was glad when he came back. So, Vaco, who's the quietest on the team then? Who's the one that you don't hear from?
4: Matisse. Yeah, Matisse.
1: <laughs> I don't think I've seen him speak this entire time that we've been here.
2: I didn't know he was here. <laughs>
1: So, Coach, would you second that? Would you say that? Oh, yeah,
2: absolutely. Very quiet. um, Very introverted. At at least his friend uh, Christian Otis said he talks when he's around him. So, I've yet to see it.
1: Did you have a teammate like that at Syracuse? Somebody that was just very introverted, very quiet.
2: I think Etan was at a point. Yeah, we know he's... He's not More than, than outspoken
1: now, uh, yeah. He t- tells you how it is now.
2: Yeah, he was kinda quiet and he you know, we'd be on the plane or on a bus or something and he'd he read poetry or something like that. Yeah. You know, so but now he's absolutely totally different. When you look out oh, Preston too. Preston, yeah, Preston. Yeah, yeah. But I was his roommate, so I got to know him better than other guys.
1: What can you tell us about Preston? He's been on the show. He's a bit. hilarious. He is he is quiet, though like hilarious. You, you see him somewhere. He's just very like <laughs> You know, but if he knows you
2: and he feels comfortable around he you, brings then it he out. brings it out. Yeah, he's a funny guy.
1: Is he one of the funniest that you've had? Absolutely.
2: He is? Yes.
1: Funny how? Funny like in the moment, funny jokes impressions. All the
2: time, like a big kid. Okay. And uh, there's times like he works at the at our elementary school. Um so wherever I'm around him where it's like a serious moment, he's trying to crack jokes and I have to like I don't want to laugh but I have to. Kind yeah. of. You no. know and I'm telling him like you can't say that. <laughs> not the right time. It's a bad moment, but yeah. he's funny. He's always uh, kept it light for me, I and mean, he was a great roommate. Sure. We we know
1: that Vaco has the most interesting personality, but who's the funniest
2: on the team? Funniest?
1: Yeah. Vaco, you've got about 17 awards tonight. They're all
2: funny in their own way, because they're just yeah. You know, they're all quirky in some way. Who's like, the, like... Lil maybe, Ness won't say but he's funny. Okay. Lil Ness. Gertz. You know? Is Lil Ness the one he's that know, we were talking about? I was going to say. He's a rapper. He's the one that's the rapper now? He's a rapper.
1: Is anybody else a rapper on the team? Or thinks oh, that they... No, no. The guy,
2: Perm, who won't put his phone down. I, like, literally, I'm going to... Yes, thank you. He's going to run sprints tomorrow because he can't put his phone down. Does you're, he do suicide with his phone? He would. Okay. We were shooting free throws the other day, and I look around, everyone shooting free throws. And I look over, and he's like this on the sideline, Dude, like shaking his hair. I'm like, "What are you doing? It's a problem? Does he have a mirror underneath his seat? I have no idea. He's does, he face, does he face? Does he FaceTime He shoots back your his shot, shot he misses it? or makes it, and he checks his hair. He's like, "I missed it because my hair out of place. Oh my, it's crazy. Goodness. So works. You okay. call him Urkel. Urkel.
1: <laughs> I like it
2: sophomore, he's second year with us. Uh, great kid, great personality. <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> Sorry, Michelle. <laughs> great kid, though. But they're all great. They're all great, great personalities. And like I said, they're just fun to be around. They're a fun group. All
1: right, Jack. So we heard that Lil, Lil Ness is the rapper on the same. No limit. Can he no rap? Limit. In your opinion, can he... Can he yeah. Can yes. he give us some bars? Can can he do it? Is he? Is he Whoa. No, he won't. But do you think? Do you think? That, is he talented? Does he have what it takes? I think he has some potential. He's, He's got, got good writing things.
2: skills. Yeah. He's a good writer. He's got some potential. He's a good ghost writer.
1: Not, not as much off the head, <laughs> but if He, okay. he write something down. So if we had him come up here right now in the moment, you would think he'd have to write it down. Yeah. First. yeah. Okay. All right. So yes. we're we're gonna go to one of those questions in a minute, but. Jack, I asked you what it meant to be a Liverpool Warrior before. What does it mean to be a part of this basketball team to maybe go one step further because you talked about soccer? Uh, being a part of this
4: basketball team, like I said, like we're just we're just family and it, like this team, I, I haven't really ever experienced anything like this team has. Like I've never been on a team that jokes so much and can argue so much, but yet at the end of the day we all still our family and still yeah. come together
1: so. families families fight over they break bread they fight they laugh they you hate each other and at the end of the day you're all hugging each other saying have a good night group chat yesterday, joking around right. i mean that's just how it is yeah. right yeah yesterday we were playing four
4: on four on four and everyone was just so competitive so into it all going at each other talking a lot of trash and then at the end of practice we're all just joking around walking out with each other so it's
1: just, yeah. Ryan, is is it fair to say that this team is functionally dysfunctional?
2: <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely.
1: Is it is is this team? I know you talked about it's different from last year, but can you compare this team to any other team?
2: Well, the year that we won states, you know, they had that same type of chemistry. Okay. Um, they would get after each other in practice, you know, Charles and Oz and those guys. And but at the end of the day, you know, they would joke around. They hung out outside of basketball, outside of school. Um, and that means a lot you can tell that's going to take us like I said, we have a chance If we continue to work we stay healthy um, We have 16 guys right. a lot of teams don't carry. That's a lot more and I do that every year, but some of the guys that don't even play can play in the game But there's only 32 minutes. so There's only so many minutes that guys can play right. from top to bottom I think we have the the most complete team uh, in the area uh, and you add in that chemistry and the way they work and the way they, um, you know, interact with one another. It just makes it that much better.
1: And you, unlike your former coach, use your bench a okay? little bit more.
2: There everyone has I uh, – I didn't say that. <laughs> I'm just I'm everyone say, has I'm their saying own, a fact. It's not like I'm saying Everyone anything. has their own style, but that's right. my style. I, right. I believe the develop players along the season, the, the better we'll be yeah. um, in the long run. Yeah.
1: Fair enough. We're going to play rapid fire. Jack, you've done this before. I'm going to go to you first. So we have three, Coach, and I have two because he's up here with us for each one. So, Jack, my first one for you. If you could go to anybody's house after a game, whose house are you going to and why?
4: (laughs) (laughs) Probably. They're all staring at you. Probably Lil Nez's house, Gertz. Okay. Just because I, I know his family and maybe he put on a good show for me. So
1: Okay, put on a
4: good show. <laughs> all right.
1: All right. All right, Mr. All right, Mr. Mr. Blackwell. I think we, we've spoken about this before, but I want you to rank them best rappers. Of all time, one, two, and three.
2: So I'll have as one and two tie, Tupac and Biggie.
1: I know, we talked about that. So who's three?
2: Well, they're one. What? They're tied. What would you say? Those guys are tied. They're, they're both one. They're both so. one.
1: Okay, so we got Tupac, Biggie at the top, and we got two and
2: three. I would probably go Jay-Z.
1: Two, okay. I
2: would, I, no. <laughs> Well, I like the face on that one. We're gonna face tomorrow. Um, Nas, I would say Nas. Okay. I would say as my uh, maybe Eminem. lyrically Honorable honorable mention. We honorable mention. Okay. There's so many. Honestly, there's so many. There is. You go right. old school with Ice Cube.
1: I was going to say Cube's in there. He's great. Run DMC is good. Yeah, Run
2: DMC. I mean, there's so many great ones. It's- Quest.
1: There's <laughs> a lot of good in there. So, what's your, what's your next one for me, Coach?
2: Your favorite pop singer.
1: It's not Taylor. Mine's Taylor. <laughs> Mine is not Taylor. So... I'm just waiting for guys to stop dating her, and then she can't write any more songs. She will have to give up. Oh. So
2: shoot your shot.
1: <laughs> so favorite pop singer? Mm. It's tough. See, I like I like so many different styles of music, but if I'm going strictly pop, I gotta think. What can I put? In, who can I put in pop? Can I, Can I say Chris Brown is pop? I can put Chris Brown in there. You know, as a human being, not a fan. But musically, I can't help but say that I like like 16 of his songs So what about Michael Jackson? I, mean. well, I thought you were talking about living right now oh, If we're I talking just, about all time, yeah. Michael Jackson, okay. there's no contest yeah. It's Michael Jackson all day, every okay. day Always And one of the greatest, I have the vinyl of it But one of the greatest cassette saves of all time, because that's what I have Was the Dangerous album, which I don't think it's enough, enough appreciation Classic So much on that do you know what that album is, Chad? He does it. Do you know who Michael, Michael Jackson is? Yes, I know. Who okay, Michael Jackson all right, Jackson is. right. We're going to teach. We're going to learn today. This is this is an extension of Liverpool schooling today. Is what we're doing. So, what's your what's your next one for me? The first one for me. What
4: what are you always doing when you're not on this radio show? What am I always doing? So, so someone were to ask someone you know what you're doing right now.
1: Okay. And I take big guys. If I'm not doing my show, yeah, there's like I I multi I do like 15 things at once. So I'm usually calling, calling people, setting up meetings, setting up interviews, texting, writing partnership plans, printing those things out, reviewing that, taking care of my dog if I'm home. So I don't think I ever do one. I never do one thing. I do like 12 things at once. It's just how I live my life. But it's I've been successful doing it, so I'm gonna keep rolling that way. But I do love to sleep, and I do it like five hours a night. <laughs> but I do love to sleep, so when I get those chances, I take them because I don't get snow days like you guys do. Yeah, yeah. yeah so <laughs> That's that one. That one. All right, all right, Jack. My next question for you: well, I'm going to stick with that. Describe to me your perfect snow day. You find out tomorrow you got a snow day. What are you doing all day long? What's the plan? You got one thing, a few things. What? How are you spending your snow day?
4: How I normally spend my snow day is I wake up and I don't get out of bed for a very long time. I'll go downstairs, I'll eat something, then I go back upstairs and do nothing for the entire day.
1: I like that. Nothing wrong with that. All
4: right. Oh, and I always, my family, we always have cinnamon buns
1: on a snow day. Always cinnamon buns during snow days. Yeah. Do you ever have them not on snow I like days? Cinnamon bun. Really, no. No? It's
4: always, I always come downstairs,
1: so they'll be on the stove. So the next time Liverpool has a snow day, I'm getting a cinnamon bun. Is that fair? And Ryan, too, because he said that he didn't get it. better. So, Ryan, what's your perfect snow day? I'd love to know that because we don't. you and I as adults, we don't get them anymore. So.
2: Um... Kickboxing? Well, I do, yeah. Uh-huh. It's the only chance I get. Um, For Snowden? Yeah, to go kickboxing. But just honestly, just relaxing. Maybe going to see a couple movies.
1: Say you like movies? I love I, movies. I like when it's just like, I'll go and I'll just sit there. I'll
2: go double feature. People ask, yeah, Why you go to movies by yourself. Yeah, I'll, I'll go by myself. I go by myself. People Why are like, I not? can't do that. Well, I've done like three probably. Why not? Why not? Three in a row? Oh yeah,
1: I did three in a row, but I started I started to zonk out the third
2: one a little bit. No, I'm I can movie, do two. I, I'm a movie buff. I love. Movies. I will say
1: I did the Saw when there was like five Saw movies. I did those in succession. That was insane. Like I did those like marathon ones where you have to be in the theater for like ten hours, and I did do a ten hour one in Binghamton. I forget what it was, but I did like a ten hour streak of movies, which is pretty cool. See, I like that though. Two movie buffs up here. I, this is this is my world that I can live in. All right, Ryan, what's your next one for me? You only got to ask one more, and then Jack and I got a few here. Any question? Any question in the world?
2: Favorite movie? Well... There's so many. Yeah, there's so many. That's tough. You got to
1: give me, like, a topic, an actor. Like, I could do that. I could do, like, favorite movie.
2: I just Top did that. Top five interview. actors. Or N actors. You can put all mix them in together.
1: Oh, God. Let me just do actors, because if I do actors and actors, I'm going to get all jumbled up here. There's too many. So I'm going to put Robin Williams, number one. Number one. If I could work with anybody in my life, he was one of us. Robin Williams, number one. Mrs. Doubtfire, fantastic. All of his movies. So Robin Williams, number one. I would say, wait on it. Wait on it. So I want to put Pesci as my honorable mention because he doesn't do movies anymore, but he just did The Irishman. I like Pesci. So I would say that, but uh, I would say number two, as much as, see, I don't like when people get political and crazy and like in the media. So I know De Niro's pissed off a lot of people, but straight movies, De Niro's too. So I got Robin Williams, number two, Robert De Niro, number three, Jim Carrey. I love Jim Carrey. So Jim Carrey's... I like a lot of comedy. So Jim's in there. Number four, I'm going to say Tom Hanks. And number five... Oh man, I don't think there's any movie that this man could do wrong. Denzel Washington's got to be in there. Got to be in my top five. I don't think there's anything that Tom Hanks could do wrong. So.
2: I have Gary Oldman in my top five. Gary yeah, Oldman is out of range. He plays a, a bunch of different characters.
1: There's like... Basically... Any movie. You guys know
2: who Gary Oldman is? No. They don't know no, who Gary don't. Is. From Batman. Adam Sandler. Commissioner. Commissioner Gordon. Commissioner Gordon. Oh, wow. Gary Oldman, he played. Vin Diesel. Look at him. Oh.
1: Vin D- you know Vin Diesel's best role? Voicing Groot. That was his best, <laughs> best role. <laughs> when he voiced Groot in Guardians oh, <laughs> of the Galaxy. It's his best. Yeah. Jackie Chan. Nah. Shout Not my there. top five. Not my top five. But I believe, like, any role that Denzel play or Tom Hanks, they could play a thousand different What they have. And every time they're in a movie, I'm like, I believe they are what they are. Even though you've seen them everywhere. All right, Jack, what's your second one for me? Uh, if you were to ask for one thing
4: for Christmas, and you're guaranteed to get it, what would you ask for? Uh,
1: I can get it anything. Yeah. Nothing you ask, to, it, you ask for, it, you get it. It has to be a material or anything. 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 Okay. Cool. Can I? I'm going to have a tie. I'm asking for equality of all people, regardless of color, regardless of money, regardless of age, rega- any of that stuff. Equality. So that there's a level playing field in a country that says everybody's free, but not everybody's free.
2: So such a good person. E- equality. Equality. And then. And
1: my tie with that would be would be peace, peace and equality. So peace and equality. What are you going to say, Xbox?
2: <laughs> no, a lot of money.
1: You said a lot of money. Yeah. Okay. I love how I'm like equality yeah. for all people.
2: Money. So. I'll make it happen with the money. We can. You know. All right.
1: Okay. All right. Just share some with me. All right, Jack. My last one for you is. If you had to spend the rest of your life doing one of these two things, what would you choose and why? One of them is going through an endless maze, trying to find the end of it. Or, or, so going through an endless maze, trying, or having to fly through the Bermuda Triangle for the rest of your life.
4: Fly through the Bermuda Triangle
1: because there's nothing actually there. So. There's nothing there? There's nothing actually wrong. Okay, alright. The Bermuda Triangle. See, everybody says there's nothing there, but I don't. I want to see how many people will be willing to actually go. It's Like the go. Truman Show. Well, if I can fly through like it, I think I'll be good.
2: That you're going to run into. Yeah.
4: That's true. Yeah, that's why that's the people Looking at walls the whole time. Something about that, thing.
1: Something about the Bermuda. Okay, what's your last one for me, Jeff?
4: Um, if you were able to meet one person throughout history, who would you meet and why?
1: True. All right. Well, I've given some of these before. I have said Abraham Lincoln, so I'm not going to say Abraham. I'll say something different. I would want to meet. Did you
2: say Jesus Christ?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: I mean, see you know what I'm talking about? These guys are crazy. <laughs> They're crazy.
1: I, I got a good faith, so I feel like I'm with them all the time. So I would say if I had to pick anybody in history, who would I want to meet and why?
2: I would say
1: I would want to meet Adam and Eve and tell them that the apple isn't worth it. Don't eat it. Don't eat it. Like, if you had a child, like, like, God literally said, do whatever you want. Anything you want, just don't go to this tree and eat this thing. And they had to do it, screwed it up for everybody. Okay, but if they don't
4: listen to God, what makes you think they're going to listen to you?
1: That's true. But they listen to a serpent. So I would think that they could maybe listen to you Do you think you could be as convincing as a serpent? I think I'm more convincing. Yeah. <laughs> Kill the serpent. So let's take care of business. But yeah, I'm going to tell him, don't eat that apple. Come on, it's not worth it. Change up history a little bit. I want Anthony
2: so, aims to put his phone down for once. Did he put the phone
1: down? His phone down? The hands. How's the hair? The hair good? It feel good? Do you want to look at it? In the can- do you need? To, do you need to see it? Okay. So with that being said, we're going to take a step aside. We got one final piece here from Home Team Pub, 7990 Oswego Road in Liverpool, New York, right off of Route 57. Main stage every month with Liverpool Athletics. We're with the boys basketball team, Jack Pento, head coach Ryan Blackwell, and myself Dan Satora. Give a round of applause to these two gentlemen again. Jack Pento, we'll be back in just a moment. Okay. This is a wake up call fast break.
0: Now that the weather has turned chilly, why not be a hero to your family and friends and treat them to some fresh, handmade ice cream from Carvel DeWitt. Whether it's our ice cream, novelties, or world-famous cakes, we make everything fresh by hand daily. Don't be fooled by the ice cream that you see in the grocery store that could be weeks or months old. Carvel DeWitt is the oldest Carvel in the country and prides itself on making the best, freshest ice cream every single day.
4: Come on in and taste
0: the fresh difference and be a hero to your family and friends. Carvel DeWitt. It's what happy tastes like.
1: Charney's Men's Clothing is your one-stop shop for your men's dress up and dress down wear. Located on 3150 Erie Boulevard East in Syracuse, Charney's Men's Clothing is proud to be your trusted name For decades in suits, sport coats, tuxedos, and all accessories. Charney's men's clothing also provides sports and leisure themed casual wear for the everyday man. Stop in and see our welcome and friendly staff on 3150 Erie Boulevard East in Syracuse. The Wildcat Sports Pub in Camillus, New York is located on 3680 Milton Avenue in the Home Depot Plaza. It is your family-friendly sports bar and restaurant. Folks, some sports bars aren't family-friendly. Some family-friendly restaurants are not sports bars. The Wildcat Sports Pub in Camillus, New York, is proud to be both. It is that marriage that you've been looking for for years. The Wildcat Sports Pub is your home base 487 for the Wildcat family-friendly sports pub and restaurant. Boreo's Restaurant, located on 8891 McDonald's Parkway in Cicero, would like to invite you to their Sunday brunch, weekly from 10.30 a.m. to 2.30 p.m., featuring multiple mouth-watering breakfast and lunch items. We would also like to welcome you to Free Trivia Thursdays at 7 p.m. with weekly prizes. Call 315-699-2249 to reserve your team's table at Boreo's Restaurant, located on 8891 McDonald's Parkway, overlooking Oneida Lake. We are back here officially for our final piece from the Home Team Pub, 7990 Oswego Road in Right here on Liverpool, right off Route 57, 7990, Esquigo Road. Once again, Home Team Pub, the main stage is where we are every single month with Liverpool Athletics exclusively at Home Team Pub. We wake up call with Dan Tortora. We're here with Ryan Blackwell, the head coach of the team, and we have Jacob Works. We know that they gave you a different name. We're not going to, I'm not going to say the name. They'll say the name. (laughs) Coach said the name. So you're here with us. Today. It's first time that you've been here on the show. So welcome to the broadcast. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So do you do you like the Steve Urkel comparison? Um,
0: I, initially, I, th- I thought it was okay, but lately they've been having way too much fun with it. So okay, okay, Nah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not feeling it right now. Do they do, do
1: they talk about it in practice? Do they no, pull off their that- pants in practice? I mean, do they do any of that stuff? No. It's it's, it's, it's Baco mainly But like It's Baco It's Baco? Yeah Everything is Baco When in doubt Go to Baco So But you've been a bit You've been a good sport With it Mm -hmm. And I told you He's one of the best actors that You know He's on TGIF Which Ryan and I remember He was extremely successful Which Ryan and I remember So It's a compliment to you But give me if you had a do you have a nickname besides that that you would prefer people to use? I mean, everyone really just called me Works besides that. Works, yeah. Now you can use that to your advantage having a last name like that. Yeah. If you were running for president, we're gonna do an early rapid fire here. How would you utilize your last name to your advantage?
0: I can get a a little slogan, um.
1: like Jacob Works for you. Do something like that. Just use it. That's actually perfect. You like it? All right. Okay. That's what we're doing. We're gonna use it like that. (laughs) So, describe to me this team. We know that there are personalities. We've heard your teammates describe what the environment's like. How would you describe the team this year?
0: It's really just such a fun team to be on. Like we just got like so many guys that just bring so much to the table. Um, Not even just off the basketball court. Obviously, we're all smart guys. We all know what we want to do this year. Yeah. Um, I'm speaking as loud as I can. I, I, I like everyone on the team, um, especially more than last year. But um, okay. this year, I think we got a chance to do something special.
1: You said you like the team more than last year. Coach was talking about, you know, something being missing last year. What happened this year, in your opinion, that it feel, that it's better it's just working? Because obviously there's a lot of seniors on the team, the guys that were here last year. So what, what makes it work
0: now? I think it's just the coming of, like, the leadership that we have now. Guys like Kyle, like Jack, um, they bring a lot more than um, our seniors did last year. Um, at least on the, on the leadership end. and um, It helps everyone you know, just get through practice, get through games, tough times. Um, when we're down or when it's a close, they really just keep their heads up and get it through us.
1: For you, what made you fall in love with the sport of basketball? How early was it in your life? And, and bring me into what kind of made you fall in love with it?
0: I've, I've been playing since I was like five. Uh, my dad was a high school basketball coach for about 20 years. He really brought me into it, and then eventually I just started loving my own.
1: Your dad, former high school basketball coach. Mm-hmm. Brian Blackwell, your current basketball coach. Any similarities between the two? Um, eh, eh.
0: Black, is, <laughs> Black is a little more laid back than my dad, but um, okay. I think they're both great coaches and um, they've gotten me to the point where I am right now.
1: You said that coach's, coach's personality is different. What? How would you describe coach's
0: personality? Um like I said he's a little more laid back. Um sometimes he lets us get away with stuff but you know when he turns on his like his coach side really in games and stuff that's when we really know when we need to lock in.
1: So you said that coach is more laid back mm-hmm. but when he needs to be he turns it on. Yeah. How quickly can coach turn that on for seriousness? It can go from
0: 1 minute you know he's laughing and joking like the rest of us and then the other and he's
1: screaming and yelling like coaches do but um <laughs> coach, where are you on that stress meter? Can you pull it back, or do you have the moments where, like any coach, it comes out?
2: Yeah, it comes out when it needs to. Um,
1: Would you ever have a Bobby Knight throw a chair moment? That's what I'm saying. Because that was like that's like the highest of the high, right? I don't think there's I'm anybody. have had some
2: not here, but when I was coaching overseas professionally in Japan. Yeah. I had a few of those. I have a video I can show you. Wow. <laughs> wow.
1: What made you throw the chair?
2: It wasn't a chair. I kicked a water bottle and went all over my players because uh, a ref made a really bad call and I didn't agree with it. And I was walking back to the bench and I saw a Gatorade bottle and I kicked it and it went everywhere. It's funny. It's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> this is my, yeah. it's great. Yeah, we're going
1: to have to watch this video. Yeah. So, when you're on the, when, when you're a, a collegiate coach, You can't say anything about officiating or you get fined. So Jim finds his way around it by saying, well, what did you guys see? And we'll say, well, we saw that it wasn't a foul. And he'll go, okay, I I appreciate that assessment. He'll move on because he puts it on us. How do you handle... And the high school level, I mean, I'm sure you can you can have your thoughts, but you're also respectful. How do you handle if you disagree with something? Do you make that phone call after the game? Do you have the emotion during the game? How would you describe it? Stay on
2: their good side as much as possible because I can tell that referees, it's a hard job to be a referee. It's not easy. Absolutely, yeah. Um, it's a fast-paced game, and a lot of emotions are involved. But uh, I'll do the same thing. I'll ask them, what do you think, or I think this is the problem. But there are times when, you know, I just – straight call them out if I really think they're wrong and I get aggressive. Um, but I know my limits. You know, Coach Muller is my fifth year, and he's been pushing me to get a technical foul. I still haven't gotten one. I've tried to get one. I've literally said things where they should have given me a technical, but they've refrained. So, so you, I've been w- lucky. you
1: want a technical?
2: There are times when I, yeah, because I need to prove my point.
1: Okay. So you feel like there's a time and place that you can get a technical and it can maybe benefit – because you're trying to make a case, you're trying to stay to point, you're trying to level the playing field, maybe you're trying to light a fire under your guys. So you think there's a a right time maybe to have a Because
2: referees are humans, and sometimes they're biased, which they shouldn't be, but it happens. and you see it sometimes, which is it shouldn't be that way, but you just have to let them know and keep them on their toes.
1: All right, fair enough. Jacob, could you ever picture Coach getting a technical call?
2: I definitely could. I thought
0: you could have got some last year, um, but uh, the, ref, the refs on the slide on um, a few.
1: Okay. For you, go ahead. Yes. Uh, sportsmanship wise, when you're out there on the floor and there's adversity, there's a tough moment. You're upset about a call. What channels you to kind of hone it all in, get back to where you need to get to get back, get back to the equator, back to status quo? What do you use to get yourself where you need to be?
0: No, sometimes all it takes is just coaching the guys on the court with me, um, just to calm me down a little bit, settle me down a little. Because um, sometimes I get, I get, I know myself, I have a little bit of temper. So um, it just really helps when they, when they talk to me a little bit, tell me everything's gonna be fine.
1: This team, we, you've spoken about it. Your teammates have spoken about a change in the environment. Bring me into practice. What's different about it? What's fun about it? How would you describe the Liverpool Warriors practice? I think,
0: really, um, we're all obviously laughing more, joking around. But um, when we get serious, you know, we go at it. Um, but um, at the end, we all know, we know we're know we all family, and we know we have a goal at the end of the season that we need to accomplish.
1: Well, Jack talked about that. He said you fight like a family, you laugh like a family, you always end up a family at the end of the day. Do you get that same sense that any of these guys would do anything for you? Do you feel that for this year's team?
0: These guys are like me. These guys are like my brothers. I know they do anything for me. So, yeah. Um, Really, anything that I need to ask, even outside of basketball, just ask these guys. Um, I know they'll always be there.
1: Who pushes you the most, honestly? Um,
0: it's really a lot of guys. Um, my boy Nick Toscano, Kyle Kay's back there. Uh, Jack Pento's over there. Um, really, they just give me something that, like, in practice, that you know pushes me to work harder. Um, and that transfers over to the games as well.
1: Coach, three words to describe Jacob Works. What would those words be?
2: <sighs> gazelle. Gazelle. Runs the floor like okay. a gazelle. He runs constantly, never stops. Um, smart. And, um. Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. Go. Wiry, I guess. Maybe hey.
1: unassuming. Unassuming, you say? Yeah. Okay. Runs like a gazelle. Never gotten that answer before from a coach. <laughs> do you like running? See, that was my – I love playing basketball. I hated running. You put me on a track, would never do it. You put a basketball in my hand, play all day. Do you like to run?
0: I like to run, especially when it gets me layups and i got guys that can give me the ball there. Uh, I've got guys on this team with great vision, and they can give me those
2: spot spots. Not right score. Not sprints. Only in the games. So not
1: practice runs. but you like, normal runs?
2: Yeah, because you could probably come in first, and I tested them one day just to see. And I told him that if he didn't, you know, these coming first and second, we were running a lot more. And he won, which showed me he, he had been dogging it for a long time. So, yeah.
1: Do you think you're the fastest?
0: Yeah, I think I'm the fastest. When I'm going 100%, yeah. All right,
1: fair enough. What are three wor- three words that would describe Coach? You've heard what some of the other guys said. How would you describe Coach? I think he's funny. Um, Everybody said around. you're funny, yes. Coach. Got that. What's the second one?
0: I'd say that he's. I don't know. There's not really one word, but like down to earth. earth. You can talk to him about a lot of stuff. Um, Third, I use is collected. Like when we're in like tough situations or games, you know, he always settles us down, gets us back to what we
1: need to do. Get you back to status quo. Get you collected. Mm -hmm. All right, fair enough. With that being said, we're going to go to rapid fire. Three for us, coach. You got a couple since you've been up here and you've been a good sport about it. So my first question to you, Jacob. What are you're on? You're on a deserted island you have food you have water so you have what you need to stay alive Mm -hmm. what are three things that you take with you
0: take with me yo Loki. yeah my playstation i'd be be really bored i'd be really bored okay um probably probably just a basketball and i'm always dribbling around by myself okay um and the third Yeah, um, I guess a boat, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> a boat. Okay,
1: fair enough. I like it. He said it? Ryan, you got a choice. I don't know if I asked you this one before. You can, you can swim with... No, I didn't ask you this one. You can swim with electric eels. You can wrestle a bear. Or you can jump out of a plane. Which one do you do and why? Swim
2: with eels. Swim with eels. Okay, why? Electric eels. Because it's a whole new world down uh in the ocean that we can't really see yeah that would be great so you would chance getting
1: electrocuted just to be down there
2: but you said i could swim with him like uh, am i gonna die am i okay <laughs> do i have some sort of i you didn't give me the full scenario you gotta
1: navigate you gotta navigate so
2: as long as i'm safe i'm yeah. swimming with eels okay
1: all right fair enough so you
2: didn't really give me the whole scenario all
1: right i said you could get electrocuted by them but it's it depends it's how you move
2: you said it after. Do you do you,
1: do, wow. do you tempt wow. them? I guess. Well, ways. if I'm going to
2: get electrocuted, then no, I'm diving out of a plane. Okay, You're jumping out of a plane. Fair enough. Plane, All right. Dive what
1: what's your next one for me, Coach? Yeah.
2: <laughs> All right. So, I'll go politics. If you okay. could bring back any president and, uh, from any era, to, and I'm not saying whether Trump's doing a good job or not. It doesn't matter. Yeah. To run the country, yeah. who do you bring back?
1: Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Why? Lincoln, because the decisions that he had to—I—I I, always—I hope that one day I get to do this because I believe in heaven. But I would love to sit down with Abraham Lincoln in heaven and have a conversation and say, "How did you? How did you do that? How did you stay with? How did you stay with?" the decisions that you were making when literally half the country thought you were wrong? People are dying on the battlefield. Brothers are fighting brothers, sisters against sisters, cousins against cousins. How did you stay the course, believe in it, and you protected lives that he could have easily just turned away and said, you know what, that's it's not my skin, that's not my life, it doesn't matter. He went beyond himself and treated everybody like it is one big family, and he was not happy to lose lives, but he lost them believing in something bigger and unfortunately I think we went from Abraham Lincoln backward and people are still fighting for equality again and I think that we need Abraham Lincoln to come back and remind us why he did what he did and maybe we could have a leader that could not to say anybody's doing anything right now but it would be nice to have a leader that would bring us back together again because I don't really know why we're separated doesn't make a lot of sense to me alright Jacob what's your first one for me
0: um, what is your favorite TV series of all time?
1: Favorite t- Boy Meets World. Does anybody know what Boy Meets World is? I know what Boy
0: Meets World is. Okay, you know Boy Meets I know Boy Meets World Topanga, that was my
1: first crush. I got to meet her two years ago. I got to meet her, take a picture with her. <laughs> Topanga. My favorite, yes. All right, Jacob. My second one for you. show? Who is your celebrity crush? Now that I just gave mine. Uh, I gave mine out.
0: Uh... That's a, that's a tough one. That's a lot. Uh, Summer Ray.
1: Summer Ray. Summer Ray. Okay.
2: Your mom's on her phone right now like, who's
1: Summer Ray? <laughs> Summer Ray, fair enough. Okay, Coach. Yeah. You just got married recently.
2: Yeah.
1: What What have you learned about being <laughs> What have you learned in marriage? What has it taught you? I'm trying to not get you in trouble. What have you learned? Positive learning moments. Teachable moments. Don't.
2: <laughs> no, it's just it's give and take. Yeah, like any relationship, you know. Give and take. You have to be patient. You have to be yeah. understanding. You can't be close-minded. You can't be selfish. You can't be selfish. It's, uh, it's a two-way street. You've Got to be supportive. Um, you have to be supportive, and that's within a relationship. It's going to be. It's going to work.
1: Sounds like you're you're learning. You're doing a good job. Would your wife say you're doing a good job?
2: Sometimes. <laughs> okay.
1: What's your final one for me,
2: Ryan? Well oh. last one of so the night. Many. We got a couple over
1: here. Last one of the night.
2: Okay. I'm going to defer to one of our players. You guys have a question for Dan? So anybody can ask
1: answer, Oh, God. You're going to put me out in a group that has been very adventurous. Well, are you got any questions?
2: Night means you're ask something crazy. Let's hear about it. 100%. What do you got? What the
1: best experience I ever lived through? That's
4: <laughs> not one. I would. <laughs> I
1: would say I would say my best experience that I ever lived through was uh, my grandmother. I've talked about her before. Uh, I actually did a lot, and I called her G mama She lived to be hundred, almost hundred and one. And Sunday would have been December fifteenth. Would have been her hundred and third birthday. So I would say living to get to see her get a hundred, anybody deserved triple digits. It was her best person I know. Uh taught me everything that I know that matters. Her and my mom for the most a lot of that. And I don't I don't honestly know if there's a better person that I could find. So I, I still go to her for advice and, and believe that somewhere she's listening and can give that to me. But I appreciate the question because Anybody that knows me, I hope someday can know her through me, because uh, she she needs to live on somehow, and she's just she's the best, absolute best. All right, Jacob, what's your next one for me? Okay,
0: um, what is your like go to like Friday night? Like you got nothing to do? What are you doing?
1: I have nothing to do. Go to Friday night. Ah. I, honestly, when I get a chance to take a break, I like I like to relax. Like how Ryan Blaylock. I mean. We're talking about movies, so if I'm like if I'm going on a date or something like that, low key, go to the movies, get something to eat, hang out, relax. Basketball, I'll go out to the court, play. Or you know, if I'm inside the house on a night like tonight, I just turn on my show because I never get to watch anything live, so I'll catch up on stuff and just try to. I, I appreciate the opportunity to relax a lot more now than I did. So I'm gonna say that. My final question for you, Jacob, is what are What's the the single greatest lesson you feel that you've learned up to this point in your life?
0: That's a, that's a big one. I think yeah. it's just to never be afraid of the challenge and always just go like your hardest, do whatever you need to do.
1: Never be afraid. Mm-hmm. Give it all you got. I like that. Who, who would you attribute that to? Do you have anybody in your life that you feel helped you have that?
0: Um, really, my, my dad taught me. Um, well, yeah, my mom. <laughs> Dad and mom. Yeah. All
1: right. What's your final one for me?
0: Did you have like a favorite shoe or a favorite shoe now going up?
1: Um, my favorite shoe growing up, I was a Damon Stoudemire fan. Remember Damon? Toronto. He was an Arizona Wildcat. So his show, his shoes, they were they were a white and blacks, and they had the squiggles on them, and they had the Nike sign. And I still try to find them to this day because I have them, and they don't fit anymore. I wanted to buy them on eBay, and they're like. They're still like a hundred bucks because you can't find them anywhere. So I would say Stoudemeyer shoe or my Shaquille O'Neal's. I had, I had ones that, you remember those, the ones that looked like they were like, they would mess with your eyes because they spun. So I would say that they had kind of like a psychedelic thing to it. So I would say Shaquille O'Neal shoe as well. Mm -hmm. With that being said, Jacob works, Ryan Blackwell, Home Team Pub is where we have Liverpool Athletics every single month. Brought to you by Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora, 7990 Oswego Road in Liverpool, right off of Route 57. One more time. And I'm going to get you all on video for this because people deserve to see this 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 group of spirited individuals. So let's give it up for Liverpool boys. Yeah. Give it up for everybody. Yeah. So we appreciate you tuning in. Make sure you head out to the Liverpool boys games on the road and at home. And thank you for watching. Thank you for being here.